0: Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Mayne.
1: Welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. We go going this week with the sounds of Serkan LS. He is a chap from Istanbul. Uh, The track was called Badir, taken from the EP Shaky Indie EP. Which, if I heard an EP called Shaky Indie, I wouldn't expect it to sound like that.
0: I'm not sure this guy has been through the uh, sort of uh, UK British indie times to sort of uh, to to sort of get get, get, get to, to get your association so deeply.
1: Yeah, so he's a, uh, so like I say, he's from Istanbul. Uh, the record label is Shango Records. It's a Thessaloniki in Greece label that we've played in the past. There's uh, a great cut in sort of, I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but sort of world tinged house music. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right. that song
0: was excellent. though. incidentally, I had a song that I was nearly going to play on the pod that I ended up cutting because, honestly, I had like twenty songs for this podcast, and now I think that it sounded a little bit like that, but not as good. So, so I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna, I think I made the right decision. Yeah, it's been a crazy week this week in terms of we're chatting before we started recording about how many amazing records are doing the rounds at the moment and how we both struggle to sort of keep it down to five tracks each. And it's funny, some weeks are harder than other weeks to yeah. get the good stuff to you. But this week is definitely one of those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I went through all the submissions as well. So thanks to everyone who messaged us on the Facebook page, Independent Music Podcast. Honestly, there's about five or six tracks that I could have played in there as well and i've played absolutely none so i'm hoping that next week it's going to be submissions time where yeah.
1: I play uh, one or many more yeah finally get around to playing the submissions because we do get a proper stream of them here facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast if you want to do any of that
0: nice um anyway i've got as i've made some cuts and the ones that i've got it's all absolute gems and i'm going to open with a track from wiley uh, from his album The Godfather Part 3 which uh, came out a couple of weeks ago and he, he said that it was going to be his last ever album and I had a chuckle as did all Wiley fans I'm sure and then he did an album legend one week later. <laughs> he, even by Wiley's standards, he, he was taking the mick. It was quite funny. The other one must have already been recorded or not. If you're new to Wiley listeners, Wiley's a London legend. He's uh, one of the Grime originators from the Roll Deep crew. He is a really interesting character, a strange man, uh, an absolute don of the scene. And he releases a ton of material. And it can be of uh, mixed quality. But if you've got the time to go through it, it's as good as any other artist in London in the last 30, 20 years, you know, without a doubt. So here we go. From The Godfather, part three. This is Double Dragon. Hey. 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 Hey.
2: Hey. Hey. Look funny on the mic. Them man's money look funny in the life. Them man, there are some fraudulent fixtures. Hey. Tech man's thing and take all of the hype. Got foresight, man, I've seen all of the sights. Predict the weather like all of the time. Man can't tell me about grafting. I've done the grafting. I've been through all of the grind. My mother ain't seen no sleep since I was six when I said I ain't working for nobody. then I grown up into an old one, and all now I ain't answer to nobody. 30 plus years on the planet, still put a little man there in a the panic. So why you still wondering and can't manage? I just wiped the whole household on the hammock. Hey. That's major paper. Hey. The line's more busier than major laser. Sequels, baby, maybe, maybe later. Hey. I'm taping up tees with major greatest. Hey. Maintain and obtain some acres. Hey. Consider to offset some papers. Hey. The only black boy I might have block and I'm sure i keep upsetting my neighbors. Turn up. The glass. They didn't want none of this back in the past. Man, I got them real grand classic bars. Some slow ones some of them attacking it fast. I wrote basic ones at the back of the class, in the back of the book. I was cracking the code to be the king of the craft. Now I deliver the vibe. I get the phone call. So they can deliver the ride. I'm riding dirty. Why these 30? I know. Ain't nobody doing it better with my flow. Man, I slick with the phone, but better with virals. Where was you when I was putting a pipe pole? I'm grimy like dirt. Even when I'm sleeping, I'm still at work and my brain's on search. What we selling? master webs, and everybody wanna sell all kinda merch. Check. All typer, all type of, all things when I enter, all kind. of. All works, I'm involved with all-nighters, cos when my team bust, they all line up facts. They all try, they all mine up, they all buy, they all buy enough. Send licks, they all sign up, I sell food, they all dine up. I make all of my own luck, check my own luck, my own buck. I'll leave you myself for my own dunk. My a one-two steal, take a pass from Will, then rush it over the hill. Nothing don't change like the bills, everyone drills, everyone's teeth got grills, but my team comes with a seal when it's fresh out the back and you see my back on the field.
0: There we go, Short But Sweet by Wiley there, Double Dragon. There's 22 songs on that album. And um, that's, uh, you know, it's a lot to choose from. There's a sort of, there's one track with tons of guests and stuff called Eskimo Dance after the, you know, classic Eskimo rhythm, uh, which is a Wiley signature tune, um, which I could have played. But, you know, there was, I wanted to play this one, listen to the album and I don't know, something something about this song. I just thought I really liked it. And... um, yeah, as I said, it, Wiley, I was just quickly looking at the reviews and just people talking about this album, and it was lots about, you know, Wiley's swan song, or <laughs> something It's just like, are you kidding me? The Godfather part one, the first one, The Godfather was supposed to be his swan song. He said something was this last album in 2007. Wiley has only got making music. He's got nothing else in his life, best I can tell. You know, he's, got his, uh, the dog.
1: he's got his beefs with Stormzy.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got he's got some beefs, um, but um, but you know Wiley's never going to stop making music until he's in the grave. He's, that's it. He's just he stays at home, he makes beats, <laughs> he does raps. That's all that. That's what
1: goes on. Yeah, so I've got quite a lot of recommendations when it comes to Wiley. I'll start with probably the least well known one, which is his collaboration with Filthy Gears, the album No More Heroes. Absolute. I, I think we played a track from the podcast. It came out early this year, back in January absolutely fabulous then we also have the recommendation of bar like which is my favorite wiley tune fucking love to play it it is absolutely killer very similar to what you just heard in fact because it's pretty short as well but squeezes in verses from d double e and scratchy as well and anything with d double e gets me gets me all tingly like an ikea advert <laughs> uh, and i said that i had a third one yeah the third one is the one i always have to it's so, essentially how i discovered while how he sort of came into my uh, vision was a friend of mine at work showed me a video which was his U- on his YouTube channel which was him doing an advert for Robinson's squeezy jam so <laughs> it's like Robinson's jam in a squeezy bottle I don't know if this monstrosity still exists I'm but, gonna look for it right now yeah but there's a him doing a video advert for it on YouTube and he had a whole series of doing adverts on YouTube, which are all clearly after. I, I mean, I don't want to make dispersions on the man, but probably after smoking too much weed, where he just like slow talking, doing like a weird verse, um, or or not in the case of the Robinsons Jam one. It is a complete work of art if you can find all it.
0: All I can find is
1: loads of things about
0: Robinsons Jam being massively racist and gollywogs and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll, that was... be, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, guys. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah yeah no, no, that was well that was robinson's jam thing when we were growing up with a uh, gollywog toys i can't really remember it to be honest yeah. i don't think i have i don't think i don't think we had robinson's jam i definitely have a picture of my brother my older brother with a gollywog toy from robinson's i've forgotten what he called it now um but yeah that's uh that's definitely happened in the past but yeah, no, it does. It's uh, it, it, if it exists, it might have been deleted from the internet. But it, it, yeah, I, I definitely have not made this up. It's
0: it's not. I can't find, It's not in the first ten things on YouTube. Okay. But that that, but that that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh-huh. And yeah, from my side, you know, you got Wiley. It's Wiley. It's a big tune. The royalty remix is huge. Um, as I said, Eskimo dance, Eskimo rhythm, all of those ones. He did an album on Excel. It's great. He's done loads of self released ones. <laughs> you know, he must have released fifty fucking albums. And you can't go wrong with um just getting into some old roll deep as
1: well. No, uh, yeah, I can't immediately find it either, uh, but I'm sure it's there somewhere. While he also did an early sort of self streaming
0: thing, like about ten plus years ago, where he just filmed himself just doing anything,
1: brushing his teeth, answering his emails. This he is it. This was what it time. was part of. It was part of that. That was yeah, where yeah, this okay. Robinson's Jam thing came from. So he's
0: not actually advertising Robinson's Jam. He's oh, no, no, pick no. He's no, them no. being
1: Gollywogs. No. It I,
0: sounded like he was doing an actual advert. No, Robinson's I don't. Think
1: he wasn't taking, well, he might have been taking the piss, but I don't think he was. But it was sort of like, it's. I think it was him trying to get some some dollar from the. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, if, they, the exactly,
1: if they're going to use Gollywogs to advertise, at least they can pay an actual black man. Yeah, that's okay.
0: for sure. I think there's quite a lot of chat. What are you going to play next?
1: Yeah, I'm going to play something uh, really great. This is from an artist called Effluvium, who, uh, yeah, I played a few weeks ago on the podcast, actually a a bit longer than that. I played a track a couple of months ago on the podcast. And a couple of weeks back, I was writing a piece about Bandcamp and about the essentially recommendations for what you should uh, buy with Bandcamp's Free Free Days. And I wrote about Fluvium and their track vera which came out on cassette earlier this year i wrote in that that it was a masterpiece and that's because it is it is an absolutely unbelievable stunning track uh, a proper opus of an eight minute and will no doubt be on our favorites of the year um, but in the article i mentioned that i knew nothing about the artist that all it said was like it was a guy called jrd and i asked in the article for anyone who knew more to get in touch and educate me about it And so then two weeks ago, uh, Bill, who runs Moon Worshipper Records, he messaged me on Instagram to give me some info. He told me that JRD was called Jake Dunwoody, and he actually told me that he'd passed away in a motorcycle accident on the 3rd of May this year, so uh, only a couple of weeks back now. So yeah, they were friends, they ran the label together, and loads of material has been recorded and it's going to come out and this is the first uh, posthumous release it's from a split between uh well Fluvium and blood tower which is the project of bill from moonwill shipper and yeah this is the lead track from it it's called suz there you have it. It's the sounds of Effluvium, track called Suze featuring Blood Tower. It's taken from Repetition Finale, which is a split between Effluvium and Blood Tower, uh, released via Moon Worshipper Records over in Nebraska. Experimental, maybe neoclassical, would you say, possibly? Reminds
0: me a little bit of that sort of dungeon synth genre, a yeah. bit, you know, sort of music to uh, explore d d dungeons to.
1: Yeah, uh, in fact, yeah, it's got it in the tags here, a Dungeon Synth, so I, think oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, so I think you've got it right there. And yeah, just phenomenal music, to be honest, and it's worth, I'll just read the press release, so, which repeats a lot of what I was just talking about before playing the track, but uh, hearing it from Bill himself is pretty poignant it says here, the material was recorded between March and April of 2020. The COVID pandemic had reached Nebraska and both myself and Jake were out of work and quarantined in our homes. We both lived downtown, so during the first couple of weeks, we would meet up to take his dog for a walk and discuss what we had been up to musically. But as the virus paranoia grew, our walk ceased and our interactions were limited. It was then that we decided to collaborate on some material in an attempt to play music together despite being apart. The original concept was to repress our 2017 split to cassette and include these collaborations as additional bonus tracks. Jake wrote the, wrote the foundations to Suze, and I wrote an accompaniment on top of it, and the reversal was done for Unfinished Drinks of Dead Sailors, which is the other track on the cassette. We completed both songs, emailing them back and forth until we were satisfied, about one week before Jake passed away in a tragic motorcycle accident on May the 3rd, 2020. After his passing, I decided it would be more appropriate to release these two tracks on their own as, so, as a sort of memorial to our last time writing music together. After nearly seven years of collaborations and performances, this was our final rehearsal. I'm honoured to have been able to work with such a brilliant musician, and it is truly a privilege to join him on these final songs of his extraordinary career. I'm sad in a lot of ways that I've only just discovered this music this year. Yeah, it's a
0: real uh, real tragedy, eh?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a proper... Yeah, proper heart, sort of tugs of the heartstrings. Uh, apparently he's got a record that should be done by October uh, that's coming out as well. And yeah, hopefully I'll be able to find out more information and no doubt stay in tune to the podcast. You will hear more of it in the future. Yeah, much too late, obviously. But I guess, as we've said before on the podcast, it's never too late to discover great music whenever it was recorded, whenever it came out and whoever the artist is.
0: Nice i play on to something completely different here. am going to play you a new single from Sun Ra's Orchestra. Um, it's, so they've got announced this their new album, their first in in 20 years, you know, a long, long time. And the Ra himself, he died in 1997, 1993, it says here. So maybe they've done one album since then? Although just since I've been doing a little bit of research is actually this song was available... It looks like in two thousand and seventeen so I feel like I'm a bit feel like I'm a bit cheated here I thought this was a I thought this was a brand new tune
1: <laughs> I mean what did I um, just say it doesn't matter when you discover the music good music is good music right
0: I know but I had 20 songs for this podcast and if it, <laughs> and if it's you know if it's if it's not been released this week no but it is it is a new album that's gonna be coming out somewhere I've got an album coming on the magnificent struck records which is uh seems like the perfect home for them and i mean in since the 20 years since they've done their last album sunra's orchestra have massively increased in popularity you know from being you know occult figures in underground spiritual jazz to being an actual band that can sell a ton of tickets all over the world and i'm sure this album is going to be the, the best-selling Sunrise Orchestra album ever. I wouldn't be surprised anyway. So it's wonderful that they're doing that. It's great to have put an, an actual album recorded for everyone to hear. And I'm super happy that they're on Strut.
3: Here's the first single from
0: it. It's called Seductive Fantasy. we go that is the wonderful sounds of sunrise orchestra um get my facts straight selective fantasy the name of that track is actually was originally on their 1979 album on jupiter when i said 2017 there that was a reissue that i that i stumbled across um but this is a a, a new 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 composition new version of it which is coming for this album and i thought it was rather wonderful
1: yeah presumably I mean, this might be completely wrong, but presumably Sunraw's orchestra just performs sunrise tracks and sort of rearrangements of them. Absolutely. But I thought that the orchestra was going to be writing some new music. Ah, well, when it comes to jazz, rearranging it is essentially <laughs> it writing is new music. It's part of the art. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, certainly exactly. is.
0: Um, but th- to be honest, the, the press release that I've got here has just got pretty limited information. <laughs> Um, so it could be that they're using first new album in 20 years as sort of a, a, a press release sell thing, but they released a new album they released an album in 1999 called Song for the Sun, which was six years after Sun, I himself died. So, uh, make what you will out of that. Irregardless, it's fantastic music. And the orchestra, if you see them live, are a band that bring joy to everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. I saw them in a massive theater in Barcelona, uh, a long time ago now and at one point they all sort of spread out into the auditorium and i've just got this one picture of a woman holding a baby a few rows in front of me whereas this uh, saxophonist just blows the saxophone straight into the baby's face <laughs> it is it is beautiful it's uh, it was absolutely brilliant it's a phenomenal band great to see live and certainly in that environment as well
0: yeah see them in big venues see them in small venues see them at festivals exactly and they always always bring it Yep. and uh, yeah Marshall Allen the band leader of Summer's Orchestra is fast approaching 100 now and it's wow. amazing to still see him he's 96 I think but you know not far off you know my nan's 93 and she's in a pretty good shape 93 and she just about, you know, can make it to the kitchen and make a bowl of soup, you know, let alone uh, going around the world and playing 100 gigs a year, scrunking some soprano saxophone like Marshall Allen.
1: Oh, hey, you know, do what you love. I guess the body finds a way to keep you going. Yeah, well, he's going to play until the last freaking minute, that's for sure. Yeah, he's got him and Wiley could collaborate.
3: <laughs>
0: Deathbed oh, collab. Oh, mate. Oh, that, that's, that's the collaboration we didn't know we needed
1: until now. Yeah, that's the one. I'm going to play some music now from Vivian Christ. Uh, she's a Japanese artist based in Norway. Uh, was part of uh, the sort of experimental noise uh, be- metal band called Gorehammer. Gorehammer. Gore, G-A-L-L. Oh, really? I thought it was Gorehammer. You know, quite a good name for a metal band. <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> and Probably is one that exists. And essentially, she got- after the band disbanded, she gave up on music and thought that was it i'm done with music and then a couple of years ago she essentially picked up a synthesizer and just started sort of like experimenting with it playing with it and then turned it into this project so vivian christ which is completely different to black metal it's as i say experimental noise it is really great Vivian Christ supporting Evian Christ. (laughs) Hey, there you go. I mean, you've got nothing but time to plan all these gigs now, mate. (laughs) So give this a listen, see if you like it, and then you can get it booked in. Uh, The EP is called Smoked. It's self-released, and this is called Fermented. Coming to a dance floor near you soon. Absolutely no doubt about that, apart from all the doubt of that. Uh, Vivian Christ <laughs> is the name of the artist. The track is called Fermented. It's a self-released EP called Smoked, out right now. And yeah, she is prolific, to say the least. She has been, it's three years ago that she picked up that synthesizer and started making experimental music like you just heard from it. And do you care to guess how many releases she has released in that time? 12. More than that. Wow. 18. 35. <laughs> 35 releases in three years. Phenomenal, phenomenal uh, turnover of music. And yeah, I mean, presumably it's got even busier in this lockdown. Nice. And on subject so
0: prolific, I was just going on Wiley's Discogs to find he's got 156 releases. How many were his last? About four at least maybe ten um even some of his early grime records that i consider classics i mean there was one of them was 80 quid but most of them are under 20 quid and um i might be tempted
1: to have a splurge i think that's a fucking bargain that's like pieces of history right there there you go you need that you need that uh government stimulus check when I when I finally earn some money again, I'm gonna be uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna get on it. Just sit there, keep getting the government to give you money. Or if uh, if you dear listener would like to support us, you know, you can join the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. And if you join the Patreon before Thursday you will get Thursday this week, you will get the chance to see us in our live show on Thursday. That is especially for all our supporters. Um, we need to give a shout out to Steve Bock, who is our latest Patreon. Thank you.
0: Isn't uh, isn't my dad a Patreon, new oh, Patreon yes, as well? Oh,
1: yes, and uh, Anthony's dad. So, yeah, keeping it in the family.
0: My dad's back as well after after a period in the, in the wilderness when he decided the podcast wasn't enough. He's now back with a
1: vengeance. So thank you very much, Andrew Chalmers. You are a top gentleman. Good, yeah. So thank you to everyone. Thank you to Steve. Thank you to Anthony's dad for supporting us and helping <laughs> keep this going. And yeah, really looking forward to Thursday.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. I've already got, I've already got a bunch of tunes and I'm just, I just need, I uh, need to get, need to get it to you. I'll get it to you by the weekend. Yeah.
1: Cause I, I'm excited. I love doing these live shows. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, late at night here in the UK, me and Anthony tend to get quite drunk and, uh, I think I've got the technical aspect of it quite down now. I don't know about quite drunk, I had a couple of
0: glasses of my homemade elderflower champagne that was about 3% last time, so I mean, I have got
1: more of a lightweight during lockdown, but I, th- I think I can handle that. Okay, well, dear listener, <laughs> if you wish to join us, you can do, and as well as as well as well getting to be at our live show on Thursday, you will also get access to all the other bonus podcasts we've done, other live shows that we've done, including the one we did for the general public uh, last month, and yeah, hopefully see you there. Nice. Going to play your music for a band I've loved for a long time. They're called Boningen.
0: They're a Japanese Japanese guys based in London. They've been here since 2005. Uh, The band started in 2007, maybe 2008. And I've been putting on some of their gigs and enjoying their music ever since. Um, They've done several, a couple of albums on Stolen Records. um, And now they find themselves uh, on Alka-Pop, which is more of an indie pop label, to be honest, hence the name but you know, I think it's, it doesn't matter. They just need a good indie label to give them a good push. They've always been known as more of a live band. For a time, they were the most fiery and fantastic uh, live band in London and they still do a killer show. Um, although over this last couple of albums, some of their records have definitely mellowed to sort of more experimental side and this is definitely uh, down that line of things. But I think it's fantastic. This is the third track on the album. The album's called Sudden Fictions and this track is called Silenced. go just as that uh, song was finishing Gareth was mentioning that uh, uh Justine was pouring in a 12% stout so we'll see if the
1: podcast takes a dramatic turn for the worst in the next 15 minutes yeah this is the warning to nick that the edit job is going to get significantly harder in the next like 20 30 minutes
0: <laughs> well i mean luckily we are, we're, we're towards the end of the pod so you know i, I reckon you can uh, you can hold it together in that yeah, time it's
1: funny that you mention uh, my girlfriend as well because we essentially got together whilst watching Boningen at Primavera Festival many years ago.
0: Wow. I knew I knew that it was at Primavera Festival, but I did not know slash remember that it was while watching Boningen. Well, wow, that is excellent. Boningen, that's your your legacy.
1: <laughs> I think they've probably got uh, better legacies,
0: but <laughs> got, got some better legacies than that. They played some of the best shows I'd ever put on in the first couple of years of my gig promoting career. Yeah. You know, blew my mind every time. I think the first show we did together was the end of 2008, something like November, December. And then, yeah, January 2009 with Drum Eyes. Spectacular.
1: Yeah, what a band. And um, did you like the show? I did. It was it, pretty left field for Boning and like, not what I was expecting it, whatsoever. It, it, exactly, because they've done some rock stuff and they've done some sort of slightly more anthemic, shoegazy, a bit more poppy stuff. Yeah.
0: And that definitely didn't fall into either of those camps. Yeah, well,
1: they will... Yeah, they might not like me for saying this, but uh, their 10-inch that came out in 2009 uh, Kurushite, Kimochi that that record is how I sort of picture as sort of the time capsule high picture boning and which is just It th- is my most regretted record for not buying. Yeah, absolutely ferocious that that that's the best word for it. I mean, you're fair enough not buying it because it is a 10-inch and 10-inches are How much the 6 quid
0: that's going for on Discogs guys. It's just like, it's just basically at the time when I was buying at the, you know, one of my favorite bands, you know, I was thinking about buying it, but I was only really buying records that I thought I was going to DJ. That was sort of what vinyl was to me. It was more like stuff for that.
1: I remember playing that record in a DJ set at the Old Blue Last, possibly for you and one of the people from Boningen turned up.
0: Really? (laughs) Ha ha. Nice, I didn't remember that. The the cheapest copy, 106 quid is actually for sale by Flashback Records, who are my friends and might I might have to see what I've got to do to get that copy not for 106 pounds. Like how much promotion do I have to do for that? I fucking I'll work a couple of shifts. I'll,
1: I'll I'll stamp, I'll do whatever you need. Well, we did actually you did actually play their fundraising record on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. That is true. Uh, Lex Luther Vandross there you go. So which I actually purchased today um, nice. as of recording that one as well. Threw th- 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 a couple of quid in the pot. And yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, and fantastic. And if you need to hear about this 12.5% beer, I've literally just taken a sip and it's just blown my face off.
0: Nice. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm getting ready for
0: the crazy eyes. So as I said, their album's called Sudden Fictions. That track you heard was silenced and that is out now on Alcopop Pop Records.
1: Yeah, so next up for me, I'm going to play something from an artist called High Hats in Trees. He's uh, from Belgium. It's a solo project of uh, Belgian drummer Lander. Apologies for this. Lander Gieschling. Uh, he is a, yeah, he's in a couple band stuff, uh, Berard uh, Geslagen and LAB Trio <laughs> as well. Uh, Could yeah, be that t- trio. Uh, it's, oh, yeah, L.A. being uh, capital letters. But this record, it's called Disselection, is absolutely killer. It's, I don't know how to describe it. So sort of somewhat like breakbeaty, very percussive, a lot of just great beats really. And this track in particular is a proper highlight from it. The whole record is great. This one's a highlight. It's called Sun Salutations.
0: the programming on that guys is really interesting
1: yes the whole record is super experimental each track very different from the next the that track that you just heard it's called sun salutations the artist is called high hats in trees and the album is called dyslexicon i think is how you pronounce it. I don't know what it means or anything like that, but it's a release on Paxico Records, which is a Kansas label, which is interesting for a number of reasons, but mainly because this project is actually part of his PhD in arts at uh, the Kask School of Arts in Ghent, which is obviously also in Belgium. So yeah, it's a curious project, which I know very little about, apart from that the cover is great, and the music upon it is great, and I have already ordered the vinyl, and I'm looking forward to it arriving in the next day or two.
0: Nice. So I wanted to follow. I wanted to follow them on Bandcamp, so I tried to follow them, but I wasn't logged in because I recently did a um, did a sort of clear out of my thing, and uh, yeah, it was just it was it gave me like loads of statistics on Bandcamp of my front page about you know what I'd spent and how many streams I'd done and stuff like that. I'm not sure the last time I actually went on my Bandcamp dashboard. (laughs) Apparently I've all time played 8,724 songs on Bandcamp.
1: I think that's people who have played stuff off your, I always thought that was people who had played stuff off your profile. Oh, right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Like the compilations and stuff I've got up there. I've got that one. You are correct. Is that one Babi Yaga's compilation I've got up there? That's interesting. So guys, get this. So you remember that Babi Yaga's compilation I did? I do. Featured quite a lot of bands, Babi Yaga's bands. Guess which band is by far The most streamed artist on it. It is an artist of which it is in your top three, top five bands. You have the most records from.
3: Oh,
1: Tamaga. No. Interesting. So now I've got to try and figure out who is on that compilation. Shit and Shine.
0: Yes. Shit and Shine. Frozen Pork (laughs) has a 19 plays, and the next plays is a
1: five. He actually has a new record coming out on Riot Season Records, which I I haven't got with me this week. That's Uh, weird. I'm sure this thing's got way more streams than that, but who knows? Oh, that's that's how many
0: plays it's got in the last 30 days, actually. Holy shit, guys. Shit and Shine. (laughs) Sorry, this is a bad radio. Shit and Shine, 3,990 streams for his song Frozen Pork Shoulder. And the second most popular one is Casual Nun." 700.
1: So as you're talking in the abstract, and yes, as you say, terrible radio, would you like to tell the people listening... (laughs) exactly what this compilation <laughs> you're talking about is and why it was released and how they can get it
0: i apologize um so some years ago this is five years ago plus now um amanda uh, the co-owner of corsica studios of which i am a part baby eggers hat she uh, got a rare form of cancer and we fundraised to get some money for her to get this treatment unfortunately she didn't make it um but you know, whatever, we fundraised a bunch of money that helped her get some treatments that she did. And the compilation is still there. And, you know, uh, I, no one's bought it for absolutely ages to be honest. I kind of forgotten about it, but, uh, you know,
1: when it, when some money comes through, I donate it to a cancer charity. Yeah. It's a, a great compilation. I was saying in the middle that that Shinshan has a new record on Riot Season Records called a goat yelling like a man. <laughs> and I've seen uh, it. Which um, I may put on next week's podcast, uh, or may might not. We do play a lot uh, from, from Craig on this podcast. An artist uh, with a a singular vision. Yeah, for sure. an exceptional one at that. Uh, yeah. How may, nah, we're not going to get into band <laughs> camp stats. That is not a good place for this podcast to go. So I think we should move on yeah, to the next track.
0: I hope that was okay, um, listeners. Sorry, I went off on a... Pretty major tangent there while trying to follow the act because I really like that song that Gareth played. I want to play you some London metal, some excellent doomy heaviness from Ren. The album is called Ground Swells, and this is the first song I want to play from it. It's called Seek the Unkindred. We go. That is Ren. It's their second time on the podcast. That is excellent for them to be back. Some gnarly, doomy, heavy stuff. I think it goes a little goes quite well with the uh, slice of dungeon synth from Gaz at the start.
1: Yeah, cracking. Absolutely cracking. Like, yeah, what was their last record? I remember that you bit them being played on the pod before.
0: Absolutely. We played their first album. I feel like maybe it was also released. This is the only album that's on their. Here we go, Thrall 2018, I have it, also released on the same record label, on uh, Giza Records, exactly the record label from Manchester. I'd say it's definitely not the kind of thing that they always release. You can feel the size of Aidan Baker on there. Um... A son and Miss uh, Julia Kent, all artists that I promoted in London at one time or another. Yeah, so Giza Records from Manchester can't go wrong with that. Rena from London, yeah. Just uh, oh no, hang on a minute, I tell a lie. Sorry, I apologize. Their first album was actually released on Holy Raw Records, the wonderful London hardcore and metal album. And this album, the latest one, is released on Giza. I thought it was released on Holy Raw,
1: but then I thought I was having maybe having a brain fart and thinking a slab dragon. <laughs> So I mentioned earlier that Tamaga is one of the bands that I own most records from. Actually, another person I own a lot of records from is Levon, who also has a new record out, uh, was announced this week as well, Marlow, 2, his uh, collaboration with Solomon Brigham. Uh, but I'm not going to play that on this week's pod. What I am going to play is the latest from Tamaga. Absolute huge fans of them, both me yeah, and Anthony. Best band. We
0: nearly had a... Valentina Magaletti double bill actually because she released the new uh record with uh Marlena of Nod or X of Nod now actually a Negra Branca but I didn't manage to fit it in I was thinking for next week and then I was extremely happy to see some Nod here see some Nod yeah. here see some Tamaga here
1: sorry always happy to see Nod but yeah Tamaga also <laughs> great and Valentina you know we've talked about before like of well, the finest drummers or percussionists sort of in the business I would say they're Record, though, is called Extended Play 2, follow up to Extended Play 1. That was released last year, I think. This is digital only, which is a shame because every track on this record is sublime. And
0: I have every track that
1: they've... I have every van they've ever released as well, I believe. So I might need to cut myself a copy of this yeah hopefully it comes out at some point but apparently it is only available limited digital it's only going to be on their Bandcamp for july and then go be deleted so tamaga.bandcamp.com if you enjoy this i go to play the second track from it. it it's also the one that's hardest for me to pronounce it is a er sanger Krieg. Sounds of Tamaga a track called Ersanger krieg which means Anger War in German. It's taken from their EP Extended Play 2. That is only available from their Bandcamp, tamaga.bandcamp.com for the month of July, so you've got a couple of weeks left to get your hand your digital hands on a copy, <laughs> I guess. But maybe yeah. maybe that's it, Anthony. Maybe this is the first contender for the independent music podcast record label that we've we've drunkenly chatted about. <laughs> um, but sanely don't want to happen.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, that I'm not particularly enthusiastic about. After I offered to the patrons if anybody wanted to have one of the releases from my record label previously and not a single one of them <laughs> took me up on it. I think uh, I think after that I maybe not. I always just want to make sure I give a shout out to Tom Rileen, the fantastic second member of uh, Tamagoron synthesizer based on electronics
1: and everything else right they are just a wonderful band to see live because they're all often just surrounded by <laughs> instruments and yeah just create sublime music live and it's just yeah they're just a band I can't really talk Or praise highly enough.
0: Cannot wait to be booking them again. It cannot cannot come soon enough. I was listening to The X earlier this week, uh, their last album, The 20 Passports, and I was like, man, I can't wait to have The X back for some more shows. Well, we're we're getting there, mate. Things like that can't come soon enough. Well, that's about all we've got time for. This has been a, quite an epic podcast in length and content. Um, uh, it's been wonderful to bring this music to you. I thoroughly enjoyed it, as Gareth mentioned before. If you want to support us financially, we've got the Patreon, which is a storming up somewhere towards 100. We'll be seeing all the patrons for the live show on okay, Thursday. We're about
1: halfway there, just <laughs> we're over significantly halfway.
0: significantly more than halfway there. 65, Gareth. And uh, if you can't support us financially, that's no problem. I understand money's tight. Just pass it along to your friends. Give us a nice review on iTunes. Spread the word. Anything like that. It's always appreciated to bring bring the podcast, bring this music to more ears. I'm going to leave you with the latest release on Rocket Recordings. This is the label that we have played the most. And Rocket are on amazing form. There's three killer Rocket releases that were all sort of sent to me in the last week. And uh, any of them have been good. But I wanted to play this one. And I'm actually even wearing a pet brick T-shirt here as I record this, and it is the sounds of Death Brick. It is the collaboration between Deaf Kids from Brazil and Pet Brick London via Brazil, and um, yeah, released on Neurot Records actually in America. The record label of Neurosis, who normally release Deaf Kids, and yeah, Pet Brick there on Rocket, and yeah, they came together in some in uh, in Wayne from from Pet Brick Studio in London for some sessions last year, and this is what results. It's killer. It's like pretty beaty it's pretty gnarly sounds like 80s goth bit of ministry in there something like that i'm very
1: much i'm very much into it i can't wait to put them live too they were in london last year when you played when Mel banana uh you put on Mel banana and they played support- that
0: was when they were recording this album that was why that was why they were here
1: so that was my question was it this album or was it a different album of which they also recorded this one at the same time
0: no they were in they were no no they were in london recording this album And that's why I've managed to get him in for the show. I have
1: forgotten about that. (laughs) I I haven't heard it, but I have my finger hovering over the buy button as we speak. (laughs) So looking forward to this two-minute to close us out. And today's today's the day. And thank you, as always, to our
0: producer, Mick McCorriston. We'll be back with you next week. This is Forza Rute by Death Kids and Pet Brick.